my name is Bobby Tony, and this is the Speed Call Network. We are bringing you our Bounce Back podcast show. I am here with my illustrious co-host. Mm, I do go by the name of Key, and we are joined by, for the very first time, TC. Alright, alright, alright. So we've got TC in the spot for, for this weekend for, to go through this week's sports with us. Mm. Um, so let, look, let's start the, the biggest game this weekend. Um, not Watford versus Arsenal. Liverpool United. <laughs> Liverpool United. Liverpool United. Um, so yeah, I'm going to firstly go through it and give you my first thoughts and then my, my review on it and then get your thoughts as well. Um, so in the game itself, I think Mourinho just tactically outclassed the clock. It was a good Mourinho team performance in terms of what they did. They didn't, they didn't really come up their house to do much other than go along and you know, and and keep two banks or four in front of them. Which, which what they did, they did it excellently. They didn't keep the ball too much. They Liverpool had most of the ball, but any game Liverpool had more than fifty percent of the ball. That's the, that's a game I don't really fancy our chances of winning, winning. To be honest with you, because mm. you can't break teams down. Oh, basically, but we'll counter attack the hell out of you. If we counter attack you, it's, 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 it's not yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Porter. So if, if we're allowed, to, if we don't dominate the ball, we always stand a chance because mm. our counter attack is very strong. However, Mourinho got his tactics spot on. He said, "Nope, we're not going to allow you to counter us. We're going to keep it simple, keep it straightforward." And he won. So I was going to say um, tactically, uh, Mourinho's tactics were spot on, and I, I've got to give him all kudos and take my hat off to him. Nothing like a good defensive performance. What's your thoughts on the game, please? Right. Well, I think although. Uh, many people would say it was a good tactical performance. I think many people would say also is that Mourinho kind of likes to play a bit defensive at home in the big games. At the end of the day, a win's a win at the end of the day. But I do think Liverpool are lucky, especially with the penalty decision with Mane yeah. on Fellaini. Yeah. And I do think Liverpool should have done better, to be honest. I think they underperformed. They didn't really show up that time. Yeah, that's Liverpool, man. Like, in games where we have the ball, we've got to break down teams. Don't fancy us. It's not. It's not <laughs> we don't have that level of, that level of play. That's just not us. And the thing I didn't like was just that that guy actually got bossed. Um, Lovren got bossed. Um, exactly. He's been getting bossed for a few years, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's been getting embarrassed for a few that's years. That's also true. And then I think Chan should have helped him. He should know his role better. Yeah. Chan but, should have helped him? Who else should have helped him? <laughs> Van Dijk being 75 million should have to Lovren no I'll mark him you do everything else that's right Yeah. but maybe Van Dijk didn't want it that's also true what's the thoughts on Virgil Van Dijk so far he's an okay player 75 million pound I don't think so but it's alright you want me to say to you you don't think he's terrible I don't think he's great either I think he's okay to be honest you won games not because of him because of Salah so if Salah weren't there and you were losing more games that 75 million would just look really really stupid man yeah oh that's true but I mean that's going to affect it I mean any defender you're going to buy it's hard to show it's hard to, for any defender to come in and have immediate impact as well he didn't score on his debut I mean scoring goals though for you know against Everton though you're not really paid to score goals as a centre back yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right. I and mean, we have had we actually have got a number of games we've kept a number of clean sheets which is unlike us. So look, you know, I can't say that he's been terrible. He hasn't. I think could he be better? Yeah, he probably could be. Mm. But in the grand scheme of things, how much better could he really have been? Uh, could he really be? Mm. That's a decent job for us. Fair enough. Well, one thing I kept doing, I kept playing over and over again, 
Why would you rush with Skullman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shades of Ronaldo and yeah. Nani, you know, his predecessors. Ronaldo and I think, yes. I think, Chuck. Chuck was disrespectful. Ronaldo, he was a great Chuck. It was a, it was, it was, there was a lot of power, but I think the right back should have done better, man. I think well, it's common sense. Like, actually, I swear they're the same age. Nah. Rash is like 20 Trent's like 18 He's like 18 He's alright He's he's good for his age He's alright Trent's an okay player But You've got to know better At the level man That they're playing at And the thing is I was laughing I started crying He's he's a a one footed merchant As well that You know what I mean He's not going to go On his left like that So (laughs) He's just going to do His on the line In a normal kind of fashion But did they want to do anything like that? No way. No way. <laughs> no way. You know what? You know your Goldie, man. Carrius. I think he's a bit of a junk as well. He's not a drug Are you realising? I think I saw the second goal, I think it was, and for some strange reason, the ball just entered the penalty box, but he ran out towards it, and yeah. then yeah. deflection, yeah. open goal, he had no yeah. chance of saving you know, saving the, uh, the shot. The second I, I, I won't want to blame him fully, but he could have done better. He could have done a better job. He could to be have honest, done a job. Liverpool could have done better and not sign him. I think that would have been a good idea. I don't know. It's, uh, give him time, innit? Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah I forgot time. about that. So, yeah, there was like, obviously, two things that I took away from that match. Well, there's one thing in particular that the whole reason why I wanted to tune into that match is just a post match interview because whoever lost. <laughs> their interview is always going to be funny because they're both characters. But no, I know both of them. Who, if Mourinho lost, he would have whined. Klopp lost, he whined a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Like you know, sometimes he talks about the wind. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's tired. You know? He's German. He's German. Trust me. So that's what, that was my thing. But um, Klopp didn't quite lose his rag like I expected him to. But mm-hmm. I was happy this Monday. Happy uh, today, man. Hearing Jose Mourinho clap back at his at his op. Oh yeah, no, you have to. You gotta defend yourself when someone's coming at you, especially yeah. when someone's nowhere near as good as you are. <laughs> and I think he managed Inter Milan, didn't he? The bar. Yeah, um, he yeah, he did. And, and Mourinho exactly. won Champions League there. Won the treble. And he beat Bar. Oh, come on, man! You can't chat to Mourinho. Right. <laughs> you, follow, you followed his trail, and you know you, you didn't succeed. So no, I'm with yeah. you. I think we were looking for a bit of um, perspective on what we were just talking about. The board came out in the media saying that. Well, criticizing Mourinho. Yeah, pundit for the for the show came out and criticized Mourinho and his, his use of Mark, Marcus Rashford. And basically, yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, it. So but then, do you think he's yeah. been underused, Rashford? Rashford, ha- not really, because yeah. he's played a lot of games. He's actually played a lot of games, right? And you can't play every game, he's a young, so you can't play every game. Mm. And you want him to be as fit as possible. And sh- like, my only f- my only gripe has been that he n- never hasn't. He hasn't really played up front. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he hasn't really played up front. He hasn't really played up front. But that could be down to two factors. You know, I think obviously Man U play only one striker, and you spent seventy five million on Lukaku. Yeah, that guy's probably gonna start. And he scores goals. Like, he's not a terrible striker. He's got things that he needs to work on. But he, he, you, you would back him to score goals. He ain't done too bad in his first season as well. I mean, he's done a lot better than Lacazette. So you know. Oh, chill out, bro. Like I said, I knew it was coming still. Chill out. The cag has been there for a few years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, big story. Jamie Carragher losing his rank. This is why. This is why I don't take football that seriously, man. You can't be taking football that seriously. Come on, I know it was your profession. I know you love the team, but come. On. So perspective onto that. Jamie Carragher was receiving a bit of stick from Manchester United fans on the motorway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
They're like, basically, he was eighty one. That's yeah, but it, it was multiple cars going at him. He said it was four of them. Yeah, and he decided he lost, to spit at one of them. Lost, lost, <laughs> he lost his head. It's like, were they insulting your family? Were they trying to threaten you? Well, what were they to doing? To be honest, all they were doing is telling you our team beat your team. Why do you want to spit at somebody? What he done? A filthy human being. Yeah, what he done was disgusting because. To even spit at some, if he was on the pitch, you know, that would have been a red card, probably mm-hmm. a few suspensions as well from the and FA. And the media wouldn't have covered it, just like they didn't cover John Terry spit on Carlos Tevez's Champions League final. Oh, I remember that one. But oh, yeah, but oh, he's <laughs> Also, um, <clears throat> he needs to remember, you know, who he is in this position. Uh, he's got a job with a, with a broadcaster that's got a high reputation and a mm-hmm. high standard as well. Mm-hmm. And nobody mm-hmm. would want to spit in a 14-year-old girl's face in front mm-hmm. of their dad on One the way home from the game. He probably didn't know it was, good. It was a girl. He just, he just, it doesn't matter whether it was a girl or a 50-year-old man. He was like a young person. He just spat. You don't spit at any... I don't. He should, he should never have spat. That's the thing. That's why... What The one thing that I tried to do is I tried to look at the perspective of what was being said. Because like, it's like Patrice ever flag-kicking that guy. Oh yeah, Where, that's he, crazy. The brother was racist, but at the same time, you, you can't react like that. Or Zed, he's Zed's head, but you can't react like that. Mm-hmm. But I just thought, let me just try and get the full story to see what's going on. Listening to the video, and my goodness, man, it's not—it's so tame. <laughs> yeah. Like, then again, that could be the media just playing a little bit of because apparently he was recording a little while. What the girl? Because it was the girl that's filming. Awful, it was the guy. No, 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 the dad's driving. It's the motorway. <laughs> Yo, I've seen people do worse than recording the motorway. I mean, look, he's been. Yeah, look, has been suspended yeah, by, by, by Sky Sports. How long has been suspended for? I don't know. It's he's, just, he's been dropped for today, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two weeks. Two weeks. Maybe he, he may even lose his job here. So I don't want to see him lose that job. That's not really what, yeah. I'm, what I'm here for. But, same time, he should, he should be doing better. Let's call this You need to be. You need to, he, he, you can't be in the face of a little girl. To be honest, there was ways he could have avoided it as well. I mean, if if there was four cars that were driving by, by the second car to pull my window up and just played some music, mm. people are going to see you. Like, but you, you shouldn't really be looking at them if you're playing music. You won't be able to hear them, bro. Like, are you a coach for Liverpool? Are you? Is he an ambassador? He's Mister Liverpool. He is Mister <laughs> Liverpool by name. But like, is it any? Like, I don't know, man. It's mad, like. That's why this culture needs that culture needs to die. Like the people need to stop. People need to stop. What's yeah. that? Just loving football like that. Man. I think he's a die-hard. He's one of those guys where idiot. It can really, <laughs> it can really affect his mood. It's mad though. Like I don't know, man. It's mad. Here's me saying it like being an Arsenal fan, but man, <laughs> he needs to chill. That's why I'm just trying my best. Football is not. You can't spit at people. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm be the first person to try and find an excuse for Carragher and what he's done but look they got pulled a spade of spades that's disgusting right. can't spare anybody if that was on the pitch that would have been beef yeah um, it's, it's that would have been beef yeah. so. and you wouldn't have blamed someone for acting out that way either you would have been like that's fine yeah. not an issue mate do your thing that's what you see that red mist alright look I want to take a oh, I, I want to take a break now because um, we, we I want to go into some other some other the weekend's topics when we get back um this right here is SKT. Mm. Okay, making sure they weren't called skate. SKT and Wave will be back in a moment. And we are back. That was SKT and Wave. Um, look, so 
I want to speak about the events that went on at the at the Olympic, the former Olympic Stadium, regarding West Ham fans. London Stadium. Uh, <laughs> nah, shout out to Mark Noble, man. Lost his rag as well, like Jamie Carragher still. It's mad. So yeah, um, West Ham embarrassing. Three mm-hmm. 0 lost yeah. to. Ooh, mm-hmm. What was it again that they lost to? See, I can't remember who they lost. No, no, no. To. I don't even know who the game was again. No. Who did they lose to? Stoke. Or Bournemouth? Why are they sitting sitting there? Stoke are playing tonight. It was one of the. It wasn't Bournemouth. Bournemouth lost to Tottenham. Um. Was it, was it Swansea? I'm very, very sorry if you're a fan of the team that beat West Ham. But they just got embarrassed by a, another Premier League team. They just conceded. Who? Stoke? Yeah, yeah. Stoke. I remember no, West Ham. Yeah, well, what do you mean? I mean West Ham had just conceded when the thing happened. Well, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was, it was an embarrassing game. Like Throughout the season, the team have just not been doing well. Um, they sacked their manager, brought in a manager that... No one believed in it. It was Burnley, by the way, just in case you Oh, remember. yeah, there we Burn, go. Burnley. The team that I was happy to, to overtake Arsenal. But, um, yeah, so fans are, they said, because I've heard from West Ham fans that the atmosphere just doesn't feel the same, that the new stadium has is not a good addition, the owners don't care, and, yeah, they've been, they've been to be honest, they've actually been saying it for years, but they've mm-hmm. been patient. I think football fans are quite patient. You know what it is? I think you would say patience, but when a team starts winning on a regular basis, all those kind of issues will go away. And if you remember uh, Dimitri Payet, he made a lot of problems go away because he was doing a lot of dazzling on the pitch. And they were beating big teams and they were winning games. But when he left, West Ham lost that spark. And you can't... For West Ham to get a player like Payet again, I don't think they can attract people like him. And from then, mm-hmm. I think Arnautovic isn't a bad signing. It's just that when he arrived, he wasn't playing too well. Mm. He's come back a little bit, but he can't do that himself. Yeah, no. He, and I mean, he's not a man to carry your team for you. Yeah, he's not. A te- he's not a person to carry a team. And you got Hernandez there, but I mean, he's he, he's he's not bad. He's a good striker. Kind of being exposed, to be honest. Yeah, the thing is, with there's a lot of issues over there. He's got to play in a team because he's not really going to offer you much other than his goals. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's yeah. got to play in a team which is like quite geared around his game. And, and they dominate a game as well. Man United. Yeah, like you know, just like dominating because you can you can score with him counter attacking, and just him as the poacher, the 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 pinpoint or the counter attack. It's just how you the team plays around him, how you build the ball up. So West Ham has had to go long a lot of the time. But that's why just out. That's not a really. It, it could work, but you have to have a big man beside him to go that way as well. To be honest, if David Moyes played the West Ham way, yeah, there would be no problems, man. What's the West Ham way? I don't think anybody knows. That's the thing. <laughs> they, always, they always talk about the West Ham way, but I don't think anybody knows what the West Ham. I don't think what they know what the West Ham way is. Well, losing. I don't know I think the West Ham fans are really demanding, though. I think they are really, no, they really are. demanding. They are. They're crazy. And because the truth is this: you're, mm. you're, you're like seventeenth. Okay, okay, okay. You're you're, you're fourteenth in the league, right? And the fans not. and the boards are going wild, right? Mm. I, you're true. I agree with that one, right? The mm. board, board have done enough. But however, man, what's true? What, what are you expecting to come? It's true. The time for the title. Mm. Uh, at the end of the season, no one can tell me West Ham weren't going to be in the. In the they weren't. Maybe not in the relegation battle, but it wouldn't have been up there. Bottom half of the table, yeah, definitely. Uh, and the bottom half of the table, when you really break it down after after you, when you look at it, from tenth, from eleventh to to seventeenth, is there more than is there rarely, is rarely more than five points in between that gap? Another thing as well, 
I think the uh, the guys at the top of the board are a bit junk because <laughs> the players are trying to grow for. I remember they were trying to get Lacazette, they were trying to get Bastiwai. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're players, they are players which are out of their reach. It's all good being ambitious, but I mean, they are players that were out of their reach. Well, I can understand why they would be ambitious though, because obviously they backed the Olympic Stadium. So they've got to put, they've got to reach for the stars now because they're, mm-hmm. like, they're mm-hmm. now housing uh, a big place, something that. Well, to be, uh, I understand it. It definitely holds some weight, the Olympic Stadium. Mm-hmm. But I think it just came a little while ago. Yeah, and also, you, you have to remember what it is really. It's just a stadium for athletic events, man. It's not a football. It's a tourist ground. attraction. It's not a yeah, football ground. Yeah, it's not. It's not it's a football it, ground. It's not. And for what? That's what the fans are complaining about. And the pitch is so far. Yeah, yeah, from yeah from that's. The ground, I think it. that's a big issue. I don't know how you can play in a football stadium where you're not next to the crowd. I just wouldn't be able to understand that as a player as well. I just find that's how all of Italy is though all of Italian football stadium grounds all know some got a run course around it and that's why most of them are empty and they're left behind yeah that's also true mm. that's also true but um, the one thing about the West Ham thing it's so <coughs> funny they're moving to so I think it's just it's all, I think the whole thing was overwhelming for these fans like they're moving to that stadium the so London you stadium you can't work Hillbilly in a mansion in it <laughs> you, can't, <laughs> you can't be doing that still it's like mm-hmm. West Ham fans they just they don't. They don't need it. All they need is just to enjoy their football and be a part of it. Like just sing their song, isn't it? Like you can't be. Yeah, but but bubbles, man. That's all. Although. Okay, you know, we all know that West Ham fans are angry, but what they done? You don't run into the pitch, man. You just don't do that because that's that's going overboard. That's going. That's crossing the line. Yeah, and that's that's when you. That's when people start to fear this could get a bit nasty because that's why now we're going to have to pay People mm-hmm. going to match with their kids, and yeah, no, what I saw kids had to leave, and that was the uh, right uh, thing for yeah. them to do. And what kids, kids were sitting in the Burnley dugout for safety. Yeah, but their team's losing three 0 <laughs> You're getting a close-up view of your team losing. Man, head loss, head loss, head loss. FC. Because um, yeah, now apparently do you know as well? We got to pay for the police. Yeah, yeah, more, more police, more. yeah, yeah. 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 It's nice stuff. Someone's gonna get, someone's gonna get bumped at the end of the day. Not West Ham, not West Ham in the millions so, But the, the common, the common man. That's that's what I have to pay for it. I, I still think um, with those players uh, sorry with the fans running onto the pitch you have to ask questions about the security as well because I mean you have to ask yourself yeah, yeah, do the security the video of Stu was sleeping though yeah. do, you, do security really do their job sometimes you have to wonder <sighs> from what it looks like you know they stand there when, when the team scores the fans get excited they stand there but when it comes to people running on they can never seem to stop those and one guy had the corner flag in his hand Yeah, one edge of that thing is sharp yeah, when, when yeah, I did that thing is shot, you, you have to be very careful. This it could have been a nasty event. It could have could have set permanently back a few years. Things could have gone far worse. Mark Noble getting basically jumped by the guy. He, that's well, the worst thing. And the guy didn't get jumped. He, 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 the guy did not go up to Mark Noble. Noble. What he was doing is he he was basically a guy like he was a fan that just in a way he lost his. Well, I wouldn't say he lost his mind, but he had enough in it. So he just. F it, I'm co- these guys don't want to play, I'm going to just have a bit of a laugh. So he's running on the pitch, he runs past Mark Noble, and Mark Noble's obviously standing there thinking, why are the stewards getting this guy? So he just lost his rag, and he's like, you! Yes, when he's losing as well, exactly. and he's, he's kind of like, Mr. Yeah. West Ham, the captain, mm. he's unhappy. Trust Everyone me. in that club is probably, un- all the players are probably unhappy, man. There's a lot of headlocks going around, everybody can get it. <laughs> That's why it's giving me a bit of perspective if we can move on to the next... Um, subject no no or unless you've got some more to say about that still. no I just really wanted to go there and just, just leave it there I just really wanted to say that you know don't don't, don't, don't be that Mark Noble kids be smart <laughs> um, look we're going to take, take, take another break we'll be back in a moment this is um, 
a, a song about about one of our one of the people you just spoke about our friends uh, Mark Noble <laughs> <laughs> this is based on with Noble uh, we'll be back in a moment yeah and uh, we're back again that was based on with Noble um, so yeah as I was explaining uh, you, we talking about fans and it was going wild I mean look everything <laughs> Arsenal fans are, going, are losing their rights I mean oh. West Ham fans showed you how, how bad it could be yeah because this, this just brings me back to when I went to uni like I was out here saying unfortunately I'm an Arsenal fan one brother in my uni just came up to me and saying listen you haven't, you haven't got the half bit like I wish I was in you guys position to be constantly competing in Champions League and blah, in Europe and all that stuff it's like it's hard to be a West Ham fan and I was looking at him like hey listen man just just be humble where you are <laughs> but now yeah after seeing what's going on I can't really look at an Arsenal situation thinking Arsenal situation is bad but obviously, it can be much, 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 much worse. I don't think. I think, honestly, when you think about it, the situation is. I wouldn't say it's similar, but I say it's close enough. The thing is, Arsenal, we ain't won the trophies everybody wants them to win. You've won That's the it. three FA Cups, but you ain't won anything on the Emirates pitch, being mm. like Premier League or something mm-hmm. like that. But with uh, the problem still lies with the board. So it's a problem with Arsenal's board, it's a problem with West Ham's board. Both sets of players are underperforming as well. Do you think? So then, the question I want to ask for Art then, if you think is that the boards and all that stuff and it's the highest level, do you think that fans should have a right in who's in charge of the board, and fans should be able to sack the board members? I'm just saying from your or like sack higher higher ranking officials or have like a month a yearly review. Yeah, so I think that's something which should definitely be encouraged, and did I agree to that? I think their opinion the should. Fickle, I, think, fickle, you know. I think their opinion should definitely have some weight. Should definitely hold some yeah, weight we could, in someone's like, opinion. No, but your opinion rather than, than just chanting. When you don't, when you don't shop for games, yeah, you don't like, buy memorabilia. I think that's more more holds weight than anything. I feel like there's examples in sports as well of when fans are given the power to do something, they still f it up as well. Yeah, like, that's yeah, another the problem. NBA All Star game, like fans are given the chance to vote, and then you see man like Zaza, Zaza Pachulia almost becoming an All Star. Like stuff like that. Yeah. What's wrong with doing alternative things? <sighs> <laughs> there's something wrong still. There's, there's something wrong. Like you got to, obviously that's where because us as fans are looking at the board saying take it seriously, isn't it? and if we're not taking it seriously, like, I I don't know. It's one of those ones. Like I believe interaction is clearly the most important thing. Like the board needs to actually give a damn, and we need to understand that they give a damn, and that's it. That's all it is. Like, if we can understand that, like, look at what happened. The reason why there's turmoil at Arsenal Football Club is because this board, still charging the highest ticket prices in Europe, mm-hmm. promised us that we'd be competing with the Bayern Munichs and the Barcelona's in the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then since then, they've just continued, like, then you've got quotes from Stan Kroenke talking about he doesn't want to win trophies. But he's, but he's, spending, he's spending 500 million pounds on, you know on a mean? ranch, man. There we go. You've got all of these yeah. things which come, and that's where it's like, the whole reason why people have a problem with boards and these people here, chairman, is because they just don't give a damn. And that people just want them to give a damn. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Well, I, the thing is, this as well, I would be very scared if, if fans were put in, in control of all cl- in yeah. the clubs. Because too many rash decisions, rash decisions can be made. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to have a man who just, this is what's going on, this is what's going on, we're, mm-hmm. feeling, we're following my plan. Like or alarm here. I 
think sometimes you, not everybody can be captain, bro. Not everybody can be manager. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you put if you put some fans in high positions, they could mess it all up. Yeah, they could definitely mess things up. That's but at the same time, Newcastle fan. Yeah, <laughs> I say once. I don't know if you know. Like, Newcastle fan. No, I don't know. Like, at like, the same he, time, he's a bit of a terrible human being. To be honest with you, good businessman though. Like, well, as a good bad businessman, if you don't feel with me, he makes money, but he's a terrible human being. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, zero contracts. But I think at the same time, I don't think maybe fans should be given the right to make those key decisions. Mm. But their opinion should be held, and it, it should be heard. And it should be heard more often than that silly AGM they have. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I heard Quanky went there. You don't have to answer any questions. Yeah, the AGM's not real. It's not real. Yeah, that's he what went to the AGM. He didn't answer any questions. Then he went and spoke to like the big Arsenal reporter. I forgot his name. What's that brother's name? John Cross. That's it. One of the two. Yeah, one of the two. One of those names. I can't remember him. But yeah, he went with him and they had a little sit down where and then now the guys all talking Lord and Cronky for a minute saying, oh, you know, he's misunderstood. At the same time, another thing you can't, you have to look at the players as well because some of these players have been underperforming as well. That's football for you, but this is this is what I'm going back to. West Ham players have underperformed there. Mm. Same with Arsenal. The board's acting funny at West Ham. The board's acting funny at Arsenal. Mm. So I would say there are similar situations, but I think Arsenal, they're not being as as crazy with it as the West Ham fan, you don't want to see your uh, fans run on the pitch. It's West as simple as that, because that that's that's what it brings fear into the into the game. Mm. And if four can run on, another four can run on, and who knows? All right, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Their players could get injured, you know. So my my my, my final question regarding this topic though is like, so they, at the end you had the, the West Ham fans trying against their board and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucked us up basically, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, what had gone on. Do you see it's ever good for the club to have infighting? Because right now, it's just a terrible look. Everything looks bad. It it's just bad looks cool. terrible. Of course there shouldn't be infighting. And it's like, I mean, with Arsenal, there's, there's all this infighting, all this, all this stuff, but truthfully, Wenger's actually not doing a bad job this season. He's not. What? He's not. What are you... Do you know what? And the reason why I think Ryan is not doing a bad job is not because I think he's, if he's, he's having a great season or anything like that. But the same way I look at it, it is like when I I look at football quite well, full management, like how I pay for man, full manager. The beginning of the game, the beginning of the season, like hear me out, at the beginning of the season, the board's going to ask you questions in terms of what do you expect to do? And he told them, I expect to try and compete for Europe. I, I, and, I, and I hope to get con- continental qualification to the highest level of, of you believe he told him anything no that's basically what the boards require from him right they're looking for him Champions League football uh, and, a tr- and if you get a trophy that's an added, added bonus but we're looking for Champions League football and he's not out of Champions League football yet he's not out of, the con- of contention for it technically no and, um, but also <laughs> to, be, to be honest as well another, to be honest another key point is this like Obviously, the point gap between City and Arsenal is mad, but also between Man United as well is also mad. So, and in an average season, like 
no one would be doing what people don't realise that City are literally setting history at the moment yep. I think that's completely understated yep. not really <laughs> they're not on me <laughs> well I think they're going to end up with the higher points and that I'm just for just think, just for all you Arsenal fans out there the unbeaten season wasn't the highest point tally in the Premier playing defensive football and guess what we care about guys we care about points anyway so let's get back to draws and all Anyway, <laughs> like I, the thing with Wenger, like Arsenal as a club and all the clubs in the Premier League, especially City's emergence, have to think: okay, what do we have to do to compete? And we also got to get around the question of what does competing actually mean? Mm. Because technically, if you go back to what you said, competing with the Bayern or whatever, yeah, you played against them in an important game in the Champions League. Technically, that's competing. Um, should you be trying to challenge them? So we need to. So maybe we should decide what does competing actually mean. Is that just being at the is it being at the venue or is it winning at the venue? When you say when you say they played against them, they were drawn against them, really. Yeah, but either way, they got the right to be in that pot. West Ham wasn't West Ham wasn't in that pot. Wasn't that the first? Yeah, but either way, yeah, first knockout round. So is that the top sixteen clubs in Europe, right? Yeah. But so essentially, are you guys saying that Arsenal are top eight club in Europe? But I think when you talk about competing, it's basically as a fan, especially watching it live. Yeah. Like even being in the stadium or watching it on television, mm-hmm. it's just about seeing these people giving a damn. To so the effort, effort level. That's it. That's and that's what competing is. No, in my I mean, opinion, if you, actually, yeah, you that's can, opinion, yeah, opinion, that's yeah. my personal opinion. No, because you can see it. Mm-hmm. If you don't see it on the pitch, where you can yeah. see brothers walking. Look at how Gary Neville lost his rep when we lost three goals. I, I, I didn't expect us to lose that um, Carabao Cup final. But as a thing, as, as Gary Neville was saying, just even for the neutral, if you watch something like that for a neutral, I'd be angry at Arsenal as well. Look yeah. at them; they're not trying. Like they're not trying. They got played. I, I think I, you know. I agree with you. I understand where you're coming from, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like I feel like that you can't say someone's not trying, but it doesn't. I, you, they should be putting in more effort, I guess. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's the player's job to follow the instructions and the manager. We're trying. We're trying. <laughs> and that's also that's also the problem. As well. <laughs> maybe maybe at the end of the day, they might be. It's like, you know they might be performing. All right, come on. All right, Man United started McTominay in the middle of the week. How much fans were like, "What the hell are you doing?" Who, who, how many fans have been like, "What the hell are you doing all season when he's starting this guy?" Mm-hmm. But he had two good games against two bigger clubs. Yeah. Bottom line is the manager can't listen to all the can't listen to the fans. Of course he not. He's got to do what he thinks is right. He's got to give players instructions. However, when he got one, he took a side. Yeah, but then like a perfect example is Porto versus Liverpool Champions League. Yeah. What did that manager do? Dropped Casillas. What did they do? They conceded five goals. Of course, if you do it and it works, fair play to you, Cap. When yeah. it doesn't work, of course it's your fault. But why did he drop him? That's the problem. And so there, there was no. Pro- that's the worst thing. That's why there was no proper explanation of why he dropped. And that's never explained thing. it. So uh, one thing is that a football club, at board level, at dressing room level, management level, in the canteen, is a collection of human beings. Mm. There's always going to be some sort of infighting. That is either public or not public. Mm. There's always going to be conversations, maybe people feeling the wrong way inside any organisation. But I think one thing we need to stop doing as fans, what I know is a lot of Arsenal fans, is that now, oh, Wenger's doing this, this is what he's thinking. It's like now Mm -hmm. everybody knows what he's thinking, what he thought, what he did, what he didn't do. But hear me out, hear me out. I'm just saying that we also need to consider the fact of what is going on 
behind the scenes. As you said, the club, the organisational structure starts from the top. Mm. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, look, so we're, we're going to take a little bit of a break again. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. Um, I, I really want to get into some other, some other matters. We want to share the love a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and we want to get into a, another topic about stats and you know how you feel on them. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. This is Skengo and AM. Again? Yeah, no. I, I, Again? I, I played them last week, but I messaged them. No. I messaged these kids. Well, uh, yeah, and this is pull up. We'll be back in a moment. Thanks. <laughs> All right, guys, that was Stingo AM and Afro B of pull up. Uh, I want to say the man you don't want to pull up on is the owner of PAOK <laughs> at, at Athens, who who stormed the pitch this week with, with, with a strap on his hip. The, the nine on his hip. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I. Yeah, you had a fucking storm. Yeah, you had a fucking storm. All I got to say, crazy. Oh my god, I'm just looking at. It's shoot or shoot, man. And yeah, Turkey. Turkey's always been wild. No, no Greece, Greece, Greece. Greece, 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 yeah, with a strap, with a strap on his on his hip. You gotta stay strapped. In many ways, in many ways, no. What's no, the lacking, bro? You have to stay rigid. I pay your bills. What was curious saying? You have to stay rigid. So tight, oh no, you pay my wages, right? It's a bell detector, so. Nah, you're the owner. You buy you bypass that, man. Why are you getting checked in your own ground for? Okay, I guess so. That's you don't get checked in your own ground. No, do that, man. Do what you want. If you own it, you do what you want. Before before we go before we go into our final topic of the week, I just want to say um, a big shout out to um, our, another man who's retiring at the end of the season. Apparently oh. uh, underrated for his his ability on the football pitch. Michael Carrick, man, well done, man. Well done. Have, I, he's, had, he's, had a, he's had a very good career. It's, it's a distinguished career. He's won won most things in the game. When I say to him, well done. Than Gerard, than just say. Yeah, he's one of the was a good yeah, player. Yeah, I, and more than I think he was only appreciated quite late. I agree, in his, man. Regular playing career. Mm-hmm. Was he a better pass yeah. than Gerard? Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of mm-hmm's, but I don't hear. I, I want to hear you say, I, I, he had a more successful career than Stephen. Of What's his middle name? Stephen Gerard. Super Stephen Gerard. That Stephen Gerard wishes he had Michael Carrick. Just say it now. He probably does. Just say it. Stephen Gerard probably wishes he had Michael Carrick. Michael Carrick. Michael Carrick. Michael Carrick. This is Gavin. His name is George, by the way. Making, yeah. Everybody's making jests. George Gerard. Yeah. Um, Can you please admit that George would like to have a career? I I completely. Can you just let this one slip out? I I completely agree. You can't let this one slip out. That Michael Carrick, that Stephen Gerard would love to have Michael Carrick's trophy cabinet and his, of course, and his levels of of success. Everybody um, would, to be honest. You know, I, I can't, we can't fight on that. But especially George Gerard. Not many sentiments. <laughs> not many sentiments. One as many as Carrick from like two thousand onwards. He's, he's been very, very, very. He's won a lot of trophies. He's been, he's been in the game for a long time. He's done very well for himself. Yeah, good for him. He actually won the competition that he played in every season. Yeah, I agree, man. The one that reflects consistency. Yeah, he had great players around him, didn't he? Yeah, man. Some people are just cut, cut players. You know. I agree, man. Sometimes you could be seventh, seventh. Seventh man in the lineup, but you're, 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 you
Nah. <laughs> yeah, that's all. It's what you do with the goods. That's all. So yeah, um, the last subject I'm gonna go on today was actually do stats matter? Do they really matter? And so yeah, I'll let, I'll let you take the floor first, T. So you're the guest of the week. Um, tell me your thoughts. Do you think stats matter to you? I think it can play a it can play a role, but at the same time, you shouldn't base your whole preparation on stats. Mm. I think if you are a manager, you should have some kind of tactical nouns to think how can I how can I beat this team. Mm. Things such as you know you've won or you've lost the last five games away from home to this team. I don't think that stuff matters, mm. and especially when it was different players. I don't think that stuff really matters. Oh, when well, it comes to possession stats and so on, in today's game. Uh, doesn't matter how many times you pass the ball, how long you hold the ball. All that really matters is the goals. But that's what mm. wins you the games. That's what everyone's going to be talking about at the end of the day. And I remember Mourinho uh, playing games where he had probably 40 or even 30% possession. Mm. But if you win the game, that's what everyone's going to talk about. No one cares about the possession. No, I agree. I mean, I'm not the biggest possession fan, so it's like, so, so, so I'm not really the biggest fan of when it got invented as well and how we started mm. making that the goal and the be all and all of life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely back you on that on that standpoint of, of things. Um, one thing I would say is that are we saying in, in the discussion of stats, do stats matter? Are we talking about stats during the game, individual player stats, so like touches? We talking about are we talking about assists oh. and goals? <laughs> That's the thing. Um, I was mis- I was necessarily when I came up with this discussion, I was mm-hmm. really thinking about it because um, for individual players. Okay. Like. Let's say a player would do this DreamWorks play. Like I'm talking about all sports, by the way. By the way, as well. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say this person would do just be so fantastic, where he's doing all of these amazing things, where his stats are just skyrocketing, and then he goes to a bigger team. Of course, his touches diminish, his role diminishes. Not that much of a great player. So that's why I was like really like prodding my head, thinking, do stats matter as much? Because obviously, one of the biggest things I guess in sport, I think, is even bigger than stats. Is clearly mentality, mental state. Because when I think of a player like Ashley Williams, I really think he needs psychiatric help. <laughs> like he, he he's is dead. He's, he's, so he's dead. not. Dead. That's the worst thing. He's not. He dead. was good at Swansea. He's a great now. player. He's a good player, but for some reason this season he he's completely problems. forgotten how to play football. You know what? Again, you're, you're right. You know, they, you know, it is hard for a player to transition from one team to another. Mm. But again, like going back to the human element, which I think we miss a lot of the times. You know, mm. he could have been. How long was he in Swansea for? I can't remember. A long time, right? Isn't it? Yeah, you know, you settled there. Well, he's been at Everton for like three years. Now no, I get that, but you know, sometimes you sign that contract and you're there, but mm. no, you, you, it doesn't mean that you're really ha- You know what I mean? You might. Mm-hmm. It's at the end of the day for some of these people, it's a job, mm. and he might be looking at himself like, yeah, I'll shop, I'll do my thing, but you know, am I really gonna get that? This was this was the big move. Yeah, this yeah. was what everything was for. Yeah, so he might not have that same hunger, but as you said, as a fan, we like to see that desire in the play. Well, for me, right, I would say stats. So if we're talking about individual players and their individual stats, they do matter. So for me, in terms of they matter in terms of how much you pay someone. If you can, like the hardest working player, the most teamwork player, doesn't matter. They're not going to be paid as much. They're not going to be paid more than the person who shines through the star yeah. of individual brilliance. Like, yeah. for instance, I'll give you. Um, you're never going to pay a holding midfielder more than you pay your striker. 
Yeah, of course. No matter if you're holding midfielders, Kante or not, you're not going to be paid more than stri- your striker. Yeah, because strikers win points. It's always it's like bam on doors. No defender will win that, or maybe even centre mid. It's always strikers. I do. I do think goals. they should change yeah. that to they the best do. attacking player. Yeah, but they should, they should be that best attacking like, midfielder. To bring it back to stats, I think in certain teams it plays. Uh, it plays a key role, man. And mm-hmm. if you look at a team like maybe Barcelona, of course, a key player who goes kind of under the radar from time to time is Busquets. Mm-hmm. And when you think about stats to him and that team, it matters because if he gets on the ball more times than, uh, than than not, then they got a better chance of winning. Can I, before you go, can I ask you one question? Mm-hmm. When we're talking about stats, are we talking about highlight stats like goals and assists, or are we talking about kind of the analytics side of stuff? So all, all aspects of it, advanced stats, even just even like no, actually, not, I think yeah. we're gonna we're gonna go more. I say we we'll go more into the advanced stats because that's when you talk about touches and all that stuff. I think we right. do, and mm. and just in response to what you said about numbers going down, mm. that way you go look at the stats in percentages. So mm. they might have the ball less, but then it comes to efficiency and. How mm-hmm. you with what you now have. That's that I'd like to see, especially if we meant to be like biscuits. How many? I never forget that. How many yellow cards earned? Because that guy, biscuits, yeah. big game. You throw him on a player. Smart. Just say that you want him to get booked. You need to get him to get get banned or get get sent off. Put biscuits on him. He'll do your job. He'll let you know. That's a good chance. I've seen fouls drawn, but I've never seen like bookings drawn. Bookings drawn or cards drawn. Hazard gets fouled the most in the Premier League. No, I think it's Hazard, Sanchez, and Sterling are yeah. the most fouled players in the Premier League. I suppose they just had to ball them like the most intricate dribblers. I guess so they make mm. try make things happen in terms of their, with their feet rather than passing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's always going to be something. But yeah, look, some of the advanced stats I'm not a fan of. So like touches, sometimes I think okay, you can be you can you can have bear the ball, but where you're touching the ball. But then what stance are you looking at the stats for? Because if you're looking at it in terms of your opposition, you can see this is the player, these mm. are the three players that have the most touch, you know, directly who mm. they're using to the dictate most. the game. Yeah. So, but if you're looking from a fan's perspective, yeah. it's kind of irrelevant. Okay, if you're so looking for more tactical. Do you, you feel what I'm trying to say? Because mm. then we can identify who's on the ball more, who we need to limit, who we need to stop. It's not necessarily goals and assists, but if we know that this person... Yeah, the ball the majority of the time we know they're playing through them if we stop that force them to play yeah. in a different way yeah. so from, from the managerial standpoint it's like, when, it's like when Mourinho would sit um, uh, Herrera on Hazard or something yeah, yeah. or when Fergie put Park on, on Perlo Perlo still talks about that to this day how can you send a player just to stop someone else because you always have the ball Literally. and the team's got to have to find an alternative way to play if you can't be the one yeah. playing it mm-hmm. and someone else is going to step up whether mm-hmm. they're prepared or not for that is their issue that's 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 also well, take them out of their usual pattern. Yeah, but then in some cases there's players who you can mark and you still can't really stop them, or there's players. Some, I mean, Messi, Messi's something else really. Yeah. But you know, players are trying to mark him and you try to set up a system against him. You know, he's going to get the ball eventually. He's going to score. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's just encouraging the heart. Isn't it? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> obviously, I think I'm not saying to completely eradicate like completely get rid of stats mm-hmm. of course but I just feel the over-reliance on it and I, as I said I'm emphasising again I'm talking about all sports so I think in particular what's coming into my head is basketball who is relying on them though mm-hmm. that's the question because we've got to think about the standpoint mm-hmm. that we're arguing the point from mm-hmm. so who would you say are we talking about the fans the teams the players who's relying on the stats I'm looking at a particular uh, team where I think that they didn't necessarily look at the fit like, uh, they looked at people's stats. I think they probably even looked at just. I think um, this is that's not, not not a yeah, plan. Like they didn't necessarily think of a plan. They just got players and said here, and that's again yet again Everton Football Club and Arsenal. 
Mm. And sure. Arsenal, Arsenal but, as well. But not that, not on the same no, scale as Everton. Yeah, Everton. Everton. Wait, 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 can, I, can I just want to throw up one point? Name the last time Arsenal signed a player that actually needed in the position yeah, she needed. He was supposed to be Albanian uh, Ardman. Shaq is not Shaq is not that sitting you know what it's signed Shaq and Shaq was signed honestly to bring it to bring it back to that 3-4 you're really talking about the highlights like Ozil Man United's been doing the same thing Man United ain't signed players that we needed like Shaq who I say yeah we need a striker but a lot of times we've been signing signing or tell like it hasn't been as bad under Jose, but under Moyes and Van Howe was that like, <laughs> great player out there. You got to sign. You just got to do something so we don't make look a statement. It's a statement. Yeah. yeah. But you know, to bring it back to stats, I think what's um, made it so important now is I think the punditry as well. I think after a game, if someone wins three 0 and the team loses, they got forty, you know, thirty five percent possession. That's what they're going to focus on. But mm-hmm. that's what they have to go on. So with them always talking about it every week and every Monday. Every Wednesday, every Thursday, <laughs> you're going to think this is really, really. As a fan, mm-hmm. this is really, really important. If we don't have possession, how can we win? In some cases, like you said, Liverpool, when they have the ball, there's probably a less chance them of winning the game. Oh, yeah. they can't. If you play direct football, though, yeah, we're um, but I think what you're saying as well. There's certain stats that I use as highlights: so goals, mm-hmm. assists, possession, possession, um, definitely. Um, but really and truly, as you know, it's not about how long you have the ball; it's about what you do with it. But as you know, it's a copycat game mm-hmm. from Barcelona was keeping mm-hmm. the ball and stuff. But people forget that Arsenal used to play direct football, but short passing, mm-hmm. probably even similar to probably how Liverpool play, mm-hmm. like. Probably not a blitzkrieg, but it was that. That's how it was. Short, intricate passing, direct, fast, fluid. Barca was slow, keeping the ball, mm-hmm. and then yeah. Sorry about that. Touch. <laughs> no, you know, I think that. it was also four passes, and all of you know that they're, they're, they're in your six yards. Basically, they'll bore you to death. They'll bore you to death. Yeah, make you chase the ball, you. and then hit you with like a ten-second spurt of quick passes, mm-hmm. one move, and all their players are ready. Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. six passes to six to ten passes, all of a sudden you're like, what happened? Then Absolutely. they just keep the ball again. And it's in your box and you've got to chase them for another way, you've got to chase them harder now. <laughs> Some teams' key threat is the counter-attack as well. Some teams will be happy to sit back with you. Yeah, and sure. And again, we'll say Jose is probably I think Real Madrid was one of them as well a few years yeah. ago with yeah. Jose. So I don't think, I think stats matter, but it shouldn't be the be or end of, of football. At the end of the day, somebody may want it more than the opposition, mm. and that could. That, I think that plays the biggest role. Of all. No, I agree. Um, look, so I think that's us for the week. This has been the bounce, our bounce back pod. I am Prophet Tony, mm, and I do go by the name of Key, and we are leaving with TC, a special guest from the night. Yes, <laughs> a special special guest, and our producer who came late. Bye bye.